In the week leading up to the Passover, Jesus and his followers had arrived in the city of Jerusalem and immediately caused quite a stir. So it's not a huge surprise that shortly after Jesus had showed up in the temple in Jerusalem and drove out all the money changers, that the next day that he showed up, some of the Jewish leaders showed up with some questions for him. In Mark chapter 11, beginning with verse 27, we read, And they came again to Jerusalem, and as he was walking in the temple, the chief priests and the scribes and elders came to him. And they said to him, By what authority are you doing these things? Or who gave you this authority to do them? Jesus said to them, I will ask you one question. Answer me, and I'll tell you by what authority I do these things. Was the baptism of John from heaven or from man? Answer me. And they discussed it with one another, saying, If we say from heaven, he will say, Why then did you not believe him? But shall we say from man? They were afraid of the people, for they all held that John really was a prophet. So they answered Jesus, We do not know. And Jesus said to them, Neither will I tell you by what authority I do these things. Now, as readers of Mark's gospel account, by this point in the story, if we've truly come to know Jesus, we know the answer to that question. We know by what authority Jesus did these things. It's been attested to by the demons he's cast out, by the diseases that he's healed. It's been attested to by the powerful, authoritative teaching and preaching he's done. It's been attested to by the voice of God himself as he was baptized by John at the start of his ministry and the start of this gospel account is he was transfigured to show God's glory on the mountaintop. Jesus' authority came from being God's son. So he absolutely could walk into the temple and drive out the money changers. He could absolutely stand up and begin teaching and preaching without having the sanctioning of the council because that's not where his authority came from. His authority came from God himself. It came from his identity as God's son sent there to accomplish what God's will was. But it wouldn't have done him much good to have said that to those Jewish leaders because they had had plenty of opportunities to see that evidence. So the reason they were asking the question wasn't actually to understand. It wasn't that they were completely oblivious to who this guy was and they genuinely just wanted to know. They wanted to fight. They wanted to try to disprove Jesus and in all of his wisdom and all of his discerning, he recognized that. So he didn't take the bait. He turned the question back to them, asking them a question that he knew they would find difficult. Because John the Baptist hadn't had the sanctioning of the Jewish council. He hadn't been brought up in the rabbinical system when he started preaching repentance for the kingdom of heaven was at hand, when he started baptizing people in the Jordan River. So the Jewish leaders hadn't believed in him either. They hadn't seen what he was doing as being from God, but they were afraid to say it. Because whatever authority they thought they had because of their position and their prominence, their wealth and their influence, they knew the people believed John had truly been a prophet God had sent. So they were afraid to say what they actually wanted. And when that's the case, Jesus wasn't going to waste time. 
He wasn't going to waste time meeting them, letting them set the terms of the debate. He was going to turn the question around on them. And if they didn't demonstrate the courage and the fortitude to have a real discussion grounded in trying to understand what God wanted done, Jesus wasn't going to answer. He was going to keep on moving. As followers of Jesus today, there's some important things for us to take from this demonstration. One is the reminder, as Mark has shown us again and again, that Jesus is the Son of God. And that means he has authority. What he does, what he says, we need to listen to. But there's also a practical example in terms of how Jesus handled this, because sometimes you and I will have people that only want to get a rise out of us. They're just trying to draw us into an argument, into a meaningless debate, not because they're open to our point of view, not because they actually want to understand, but just because they want to fight. We're going to see it in our families. We're going to encounter it in our workplaces. We certainly see it every day on social media. But Jesus, with all that authority God gave him, gives us an example that when we're clear, on what our identity is, when we're clear of what God has put us here for, and that's what we're pursuing. We're trying to accomplish what he wants done. It doesn't matter what anyone else says. It doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. We don't have to be afraid if we are truly seeking to serve God. When his will is our priority. So when someone tries to distract us, when someone tries to take us off course to argue about something that doesn't matter, we don't have to take the bait either. We don't have to fight fire with fire. Every meme, every comment doesn't need a full-throated response. Unless there's a demonstration of someone truly wanting to seek God's will, we're free to divert and keep going. That's what Jesus, in all his wisdom, did. And I, for one, want to submit to his authority.